0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 121 of Rain Delay Radio, a baseball podcast. Before we dive in today's episode, uh, we have a very special dedication for today's episode from Pat. So, Pat, I'll let you take it away.
1: Yeah, uh, this week's episode is dedicated to my grandmother, uh, Jessie Smith. Um, She passed uh, Monday at the age of 80. Um, She was a big listener to the show. She always loved to hear uh, what I was doing and talking about, you know, even though she didn't really know baseball as much as everything else, she loved listening to the show. Um, she was a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. Um, we always spent every Sunday together uh, watching uh, every game and, you know, listening to her scream for her birds. You know, she loved them. And, uh, you know, so just a real quick, you know, one of my favorite memories is actually a recent one with her and relates to baseball. Um, When the Phillies were on their postseason run uh, last year, I was home uh, for like a week uh, hanging out with her uh, on vacation. And they were playing the Braves and then the Padres, so we got to see both series. But she'd always kick herself out of the room, because anytime she was in the room, they'd lose. And it was funny listening to her scream from the other room, How are the Phillies doing? I'm like, you know, they're winning, Granny. Or you know, she'd walk to the other room to go get something out of the kitchen and she'd she'd look at the TV and then she'd turn away and go, Oh, I can't watch. So um, you know, this one's dedicated to her. You know, I love you, Granny, and thank you for everything. You know, I hope I keep making you proud.
0: I'm I'm sure you do, Pat. Um, yeah. Alright. Well, hey, thank you for thank you, listeners, all of you listeners. We we love you all and uh Thank you, Pat, for that very nice dedication. Uh, yes, my, name is, uh, my name is My name is Lewis here, uh, and I'm I'm hosting today with Pat. And today, um, we're going to just talk about some stuff from around the league. Uh, lots of different interesting things going on, and then at the end of the episode, we're going to see uh, if Pat buys some of these statements or not. It's still April. You know, we're only a few weeks into the season. So there's still some fun things going on in the stat sheets and the standings. So uh, we're going to play a little game of do you buy it uh, at the very end. So we will uh, get to that in a bit here. Um, first thing, um, the elephant in the room or rather the elephant leaving the room. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> the A's are moving to Vegas. Um it is uh, apparent they have stopped their negotiations with the city of Oakland they have bought land in southern nevada and uh yeah it it looks like it is a done deal at this point
1: i just you know i there's there's many feelings i have towards this number one you know sorry to the fans of oakland i mean Not only did they announce it, they announced it in the middle of the night when they did it, which is, you know, very on brand for them. You know, I feel like the Howard Terminal project was very doable. It's just Oakland didn't want to, or the A's didn't want to put out the money. And, you know, you know, everyone blames A's fans for not showing up. But when you have ownership that just doesn't care about the team, you know, no wonder fans aren't going to show up. Um. And I don't think Vegas is going to be any different for them. You know, the Raiders are still trying to find their footing there. Vegas is very much a hockey town right now. You know, the Knights rule Vegas. You know, it's just sad all the way around. And, you know, I'll, I'll it'll be a real kick in the butt if once the A's get to Vegas, they decide, oh, we're going to spend here now. You know, just, just a real slap in the face to A's fans. And, you know, I, I get the frustration that they have there with all this going on. It's just sleazy of the ownership.
0: Yeah, it's it is very unfortunate, and I know we're we're gonna we're gonna talk to some people um, yeah. over the next uh, week or so. We're, we'll have some um, more detailed segments on it. I I I mean, I always hate you... when teams move. Um, yeah, I, I mean, baseball for a while there, baseball was able to basically have the nice feather in its cap that, yeah. you know, they were the stable league. Um, no uh, one I mean, had moved for for decades when the Expos moved to D.C. And yep. even then it was, well, okay, we've had one team move in the last 50 years. I mean, yep. football had two teams move to L.A. Uh, just yep. in the last couple of years. Like, um, so the, this movement makes me very sad. It makes me very sad
1: for the city of Oakland. Um, oh yeah, considering what they've lost, they've lost the Raiders. The Warriors moved across the bay, and now they're losing the A's. And you're not going to see another baseball team in Oakland now. The no. Giants are going to just overtake that whole market now.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't know if the city gets any
1: sports teams I don't, back. I to think, be honest, I think they're done.
0: Um, I yeah, I mean, we might see some expansion to Sacramento, maybe San Jose. Yeah. Um if the Giants get would allow ever it. allow yeah. it. Um it, it's I mean the Bay Area it's it's an interesting market, right? Like um like yeah. it, it's it's definitely large enough to have two teams. Um, but when you split the market, it's not as big, obviously. Like uh it, you know, it's like how New York we could split up into like five teams really. Um, but like with with a split market, they're about the same size as right. most other. Like you got what, five million people per team when you yeah. when you look at those combined markets. Um like there's five million people in San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, and then um, right. The surrounding areas obviously add a bit more. Um, you split that, okay? Now we're on par with everything else. Um, combined, I that will be the largest market to not be split. Like, it's going to be kind of crazy. Um, I doubt the Giants pick up too many fans right away
1: oh absolutely you know Uh the talks I've had with friends who are A's fans they're like there's no way we're cheering for the Giants it seems like they're gonna go Dodgers or you know one of them's going Phillies you know it's gonna be interesting to see what what direction they go
0: yeah um so I mean we'll we'll see um maybe in 10 years San Jose will be begging the Giants to let them go and then his fans will be angry all over again uh, if yep. that, if MLB steps in and forces it, uh, if that were to happen. So yep. we'll see. Although it sounds like there are a lot more markets. Uh, we talked about, you know, Salt Lake City last, last year. And we kind of, or last week, and we kind of picked up a number of other markets we thought would be better suited before yeah. Salt Lake. So, I mean, there's, there's room for expansion, um, and with this out of the way, Manfred has said he is open to expansion, but he wanted the A's and the Rays to get their situations figured out before they did anything. Well, so, Tampa,
1: TikTok, figure it out. And I, 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 I hope the Rays don't leave Tampa just or Saint, leave St. Saint Petersburg, but put a proper stadium somewhere because yeah. getting getting to the trop is a pain
0: the the furthest i'd be okay with them moving is orlando i feel like orlando yeah. keeps them somewhat in the same market it allows more people access to the games um, yeah i agree some people in tampa would i don't know if this is true but they'd exaggerate and say getting to orlando's easier anyways uh so <laughs> Uh, there's that but yeah we we will see how that goes, and like i said we'll we'll kind of look at this in a little more detail with some uh hopefully some interviews in the the next yeah. week or so um, so stay tuned for that um so I mean that was the the big news from the week um some other things worth noting and talking about here we have another washed up veteran d f a Madison bumgarner. He's still owed $34 million over the next two years. Uh, In his three years and less than one month with Arizona, he's been worth negative 0.6 baseball reference wins above replacement.
1: Yeah. He's so bad. He's so it's, there was a tweet that I saw where players were talking about, you know, how they saw Bumgarner pitch They were adjusting to his pitches like it was a position player pitching. Like, that's how bad he's been. He's been really bad.
0: brutal. Yeah. I mean, so Fangraphs puts him at a positive one for his, you know, three-plus years. Um, But he had an ERA well north of four. Uh, in his time there. And I don't yeah. think uh, I don't know if the peripherals being a little better uh, really matters when you go from a 3.13 ERA with the Giants to a 5.23 ERA with the Diamondbacks. Uh,
1: yeah, it's pretty yeah, bad.
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. Um, but hey, I, you know, his FIP was better than that.
1: His FIP says yeah. he
0: should only have been a 8 ERA pitcher this year, oh, not a 10 man. ERA <laughs>
1: So that's a uh, whole 2 runs. There we go. And <laughs> like he was on a Hall of Fame path it felt like especially with his postseason pitching. And then I feel like this is really going to affect it now.
0: I yeah, I don't I just don't think it's there. I mean, I, some, I, I, people uh, are, some people are some people were talking about well, you know, there like Bill Mazara uh Bill Maz uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? Mazeroski. Mazeroski. Maz you you know what? You know what, Naim? I'm not even going to make you go back and fix that. Uh Bill Maz. Uh <laughs> it, people say he only got in because of his his uh, you know, World Series walk-off home run, which right. to be fair, a walk-off in game 7 in you know, a come from it's behind pretty win, big. It's pretty yeah. big. But yeah. um People forget he was considered one of the greatest defensive second basemen of all time. And oh, yeah. incredible. You know, Wins above Replacement isn't gonna capture that. No. Any I mean, today you would argue it still doesn't capture it enough that, you know, the truly, truly elite defenders, but especially for the time period he was playing, there's there's nothing that's there. Um, and the postseason performance was kinda of the the icing on the cake that that got him in. Um, similar with like Jack Morris, like, right. Yeah. The numbers might not be there when you look at the regular season, but he, he had that narrative, um, which, you know, the Dave Steve documentary uh, from yep. secret base kind of tore down that he was the pitcher of the eighties. But, uh, you know, he, he had that presence and it was fringe enough that, you know, what, that post-season performance is worth getting it in. Um, yeah. I just don't feel like, I don't uh, see it with him now. Yeah, four-time all-star doesn't really um, move the needle much when it comes yeah. to, to Hall of Fame. I know well, he was better than like just you he, know four-time he, all-star, he had, but yeah,
1: he had the greatest postseason pitching performance of all time in that 2014 series. It's just you, you can't go in based off that, right? You know, Hall of very good, sure. You know, but.
0: Rodeo the Hall, of, Hall fame. of Fame. I don't know yeah. enough about rodeo to say if uh, it hey, you know, deserves to go there. or not, but <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so um I did well just wanna your take on this. This is what we we had Pools DFA. Yeah. Um we we've had some higher profile signings
1: just cut
0: yeah. in the last few years. Um What do you think this means for the Diamondbacks as, you know, they're sitting? I mean, the the Nats could have cut Patrick Corbin, but he went out and uh, picked up another loss today. He didn't pitch too terribly, but he still picked up the loss today. Um, But, you know, they're not cutting him because, well, they're 7-14 and they look like a 7-14 team. Um, the Diamondbacks are a game above 500 at this point. Yep. Um, Tied for first in the NL West, surprisingly enough. No one's dominating that division right now. Like, do you... Okay, I guess, do you think the Diamondbacks have a chance and they think that opening up this roster st- spot will make a difference? Do you think this is um, just... You know, hey, we could develop someone better with these rotation slots. We still don't think we're going to make it. I mean, where do you think the Diamondbacks fall this year?
1: I I think they're going to put Brandon in that spot. I think that's ultimately what happens there, because it seems like he's ready for the majors. So I think that's, you know, it's a lateral move. They seem willing to just eat the money from Mad bum, Mm -hmm. which I guess is fine. But, you know, I don't... I don't see them, you know, I think they'll be competitive, but, you know, maybe hanging around in the final wild card spot, but I don't think they're making the playoffs. But, you know, I do think they're going to use this opportunity that they have a semi-competitive team to help develop a roster spot um, with one of their young pitchers they've got in the minors. And I I think uh, Brandon's going to be the guy they put there.
0: All right. Well, hey, um, happy trails, Mad Bum. I don't know if anyone will find him worth picking up.
1: I... Oh, he's, he screams future Philly right now. He oh. 100% screams okay. future Philly. It's right. going to happen. And I'm going to just be so angry when it happens. I, I, I see it happening before my eyes right now.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, that's better than a lot of pitchers out there. Yeah, the aforementioned, it, Patrick Corbin. I mean, it, at, a, he, at a league wow. minimum contract. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fair. He's fair, you know. Very uh, fair.
0: (laughs) So, all right. So, uh, Mad Bum is gone. Um, A pitcher that at one point uh, he appeared to be on a similar trajectory to, but now they are on completely different trajectories. Um, Max Scherzer. We had some more sticky stuff controversy
1: it's our first lol Mets moment of the season.
0: We, uh, this is not the first LOL Mets moment of the season, but, you know, it's an early it's one. It's close. <laughs> it's only because Maz hasn't been around, and she she would always bring up the LOL Mets moments. The rest Fair. of us would not, and she'd bring them up, like, you're going to laugh at me for this anyways. Like, oh, no, it's you bringing it up, but that's okay. We'll laugh about it. Uh, but, yes, uh... Ejected and suspended 10 games. Uh, Worth noting, it was Phil Cuzzi who was the ump, who is the only ump to eject a pitcher for this since the crackdown. This is his third time making an ejection. Um, Scherzer maintains it was nothing but rosin and sweat, but isn't appealing because he says he doesn't think he could win.
1: Okay. okay, you know, uh, uh if you know you're innocent, why wouldn't you appeal? Yeah, you I know, don't... I get I I get he's one of the heads of the players association, but you know, this is well, Isn't that
0: know, all, the more, to yeah. Yeah. That's is all the... the more reason to appeal?
1: That's uh, all the more reason to appeal.
0: But I guess maybe he figures he's already gonna they're already going to skip his spot in the rotation this time through. Yeah. He's already been set up why why appeal the suspension and risk, you know, it coming through, you know, 2 days after a start and being upheld. I don't know. Um still like it was interesting. Um Yeah, uh to be fair, the umpires say that Scherzer was warned twice between innings to to get his hands cleaned off and says that they said it was the stickiest they've seen a pitcher's hands since they have started checking um Oof. which if that was the case well,
1: why did yeah, you give him yeah, two well, warnings it, it, yeah uh, it doesn't really make sense i it, it there's is... there's a whole see with there's two sides there's there's the umpire side, and then there's the Scherzer's side. And then in the middle, we have the truth somewhere. Right. You know, we're, we're not getting the truth here.
0: I, I just don't... If you say it was the stickiest, and that was why, well, why did you let him off the hook twice earlier?
1: Yeah. I didn't even think Rosin could become that sticky. Well... You know?
0: It, well, there's a certain pitcher who's now pitching in Japan that... uh Made it very clear how sticky oh, Rosin could get
1: with sweat. He who shall not be named.
0: Yes, yeah. Um, or fear of getting hits and brigaded at times. Um, <laughs> crazy, crazy fanboy stuff from certain weird. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> You know, it, it can be sticky. Um, I just think it maybe the most Lal Mets of this is the fact oh, that yeah. a Yankees pitcher had it questioned twice. Um. Yep. Last week, and was not removed from the game, and but when it's a Met pitcher, and we'll we'll get goodbye.
1: Get out. You know, who cares about your Cy Youngs? Get out. Get out of the game. I love it. It's hysterical to (laughs) me. I I love Lul Mets. It always brings me such joy.
0: (laughs) It's funny having two completely different sides of this Lul Mets coin. Um. From, it, it, Maz was the main co-host for a while, yeah. And so to go from her to to uh, a bunch of Phillies and Cardinals and Braves, and Braves fans who, yeah. who love it's great, who take nothing but Schadenfreude from it. Uh, all right, um, so uh, I'm finally gonna get my my humble brag in here. Moving on from Scherzer um, on Friday, I finished my master's degree i nice. i got my Congrats. thank you i finished my final final thank you generalized linear models um you shall not be missed uh but i i finished it at uh ten forty-five in the morning on friday it was a three and a half hour miserable miserable time um but I finished it. I popped my bottle of champagne. I read for a little bit. And then I turned on one of the weirdest games I have oh ever seen. It was uh, Drew Smiley's perfecto bid, Cubs versus Dodgers. Because, you know, Friday afternoon, Cubs are on. Um, did, you, did, did you just see highlights of this craziness that was going on? I,
1: so I watched the game. And oh my the way the perfecto ended, I laughed for a good five minutes just watching Yon Gomes rip over Drew Smiley. And then Smiley, like, he didn't lose his Smiley. He still had it on his face. He was, I, he was
0: laughing like, dying. what? what? <laughs> I just, my goodness. I, if you have not seen it, you need to look it up. Um, it's a. It's so funny. It's the stupidest way to lose. I, like one of the stupidest ways Like a blown call. Obviously, feels like a really stupid way,
1: but blown calls happen all the time, right? Um, I, I still argue Armando Galarraga's was the yes. worst way to end that. I, I think this, it was the worst. Like, this is the funniest, stupidest.
0: Like this, the funniest, right? Yeah, like like a bunt single Okay, like blue pits. Oh man. Yeah. This is a accidental bunt rolling weakly down the third baseline. <laughs> and his catcher realizes they're going to collide, tries to avoid it, and ends up it's tackling just him instead. Over him.
1: Oh, it's like I, yeah, someone you know.
0: told him between innings, the perfect game ceremony, there will be a sniper, don't let it happen. And <laughs>
1: like...
0: Okay, I, I've, I've got so the dumb. like I've got the Mets Giants game on in the side here. It's Sunday night, and yeah. Taylor Rogers just had basically the same thing hit at him. The difference, the catcher didn't tackle him. Um, wow! But he didn't make the out, so maybe maybe mm. it wouldn't have mattered, right? It was a tough play. Yeah,
1: it was a rough one. But the sheer yeah.
0: hilarity of that being it, where the catcher is tackling him, it, it's oh. it was okay. so funny. But that was not the only very interesting, weird thing to happen. Um, so, sorry, Drew Smiley. It was a great game, great performance. Um, unfortunately, I feel like your thunder was a little stolen by the fact that Mookie Betts is now a shortstop. He's just a shortstop now.
1: The, the year of our Lord, 2023, is going to see Mookie Betts play short. Fernando Tatis Jr., who's now playing the outfield, he's back. And Bryce Harper's going to be playing first base.
0: What is going on? And Mookie what Betts is... looked good. He looked yeah? good playing shortstop. Dude, he's a freak athlete. He can play anywhere. I am waiting for him to just take the mound.
1: Oh, like, oh my
0: God. What... So yeah, he he looked good playing shortstop.
1: And I I'm just s- wild to me.
0: Just he just he just fits in anywhere.
1: Yeah. You know he definitely does.
0: Don't fill out a lineup card. I I say Dave Roberts, just let Mookie run out to whatever position he wants to play and fill out the rest of the lineup from there.
1: Because that's yep.
0: that's the way we want it
1: from now on. Uh <laughs> just just go to him every day, say, Hey Mook, what do you feel like playing today? Uh, You know, Dave, I feel like playing catcher. And you just start Will Smith at third base or something, you know? Why not?
0: At that point, Dave Roberts says, Nah, Mookie, you must have got hit in the head last night or something. You ain't playing catcher. (laughs) Uh, There's a reason they're called tools of ignorance. Uh, Uh Uh (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, um, the other thing that uh, was interesting, worth talking about... Because uh, I had not really seen him. I haven't watched many Cubs games this year. Oh, yeah. Um, is, is Cody Bellinger back?
1: Oh, he's back. Cody's back. Uh,
0: tell me about what Cody Bellinger has been doing this season. Well, I haven't uh, been bopper, paying attention.
1: Bopper is bopping again. Uh, he's hitting two five home runs. He's got a nice nine fourteen OPS, One forty eight OPS plus at the moment. He's... Already tied the total WAR he had for last season, um, at 1.2 uh, uh, B WAR. Now, um, I haven't looked at F WAR yet.
0: Now, to be but. fair, like that sounds like a decent amount. And now I remember, like, oh yeah, they they let him go, but like, it really didn't feel like he was that bad. But his bat was so bad.
1: Yeah, his bat. He hit 210 last year. Like right now, he's he's already almost a fourth of a uh, you know a little more than a fourth of the way to his total home run total from last year which was 19 crazy uh, yeah he's hitting he's hitting well he's taking walks again he's not really striking out he only has 13 strikeouts this season so far like that's the big thing he's cut down on the strikeouts and I think the thing with Cody was he needed to be in a place to figure things out where he didn't have the pressure on him right and I Think that's what's helping him most. Now, luckily for the Dodgers, they're not missing him because James Outman has been incredible. True, but man, is it good to see Cody getting back to form uh, with the Cubs.
0: It's it's very very. It's a good redemption arc. It's a redemption arc. He's still in bases
1: again too. He's got four stolen bases. He's doing what he did during his MVP season again. Now, to be fair, a lot of people
0: are stealing more bases this year, but still is worthwhile. Everyone yeah, but it, the twins are stealing bases. Good to
1: see. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. Yeah. Um. So that that was the three weird things from the, my uh, celebratory game that I had to make sure it wasn't just that second glass of champagne making me see things. Um, just some crazy stuff. All right, and uh, a bit of very, very happy news um, that we got this week. Liam Hendricks posted on Instagram, he is in remission and cancer-free.
1: Let's go. Let's go. Way to beat it. Liam. I can't wait to see him get back on the mound again.
0: I kind of hope he decides to take the rest of the season to just rest and spend with his He probably should. Yeah, he Uh, probably should. At least wait till, you know, you're not playing the twins. But you know, the the White Sox absolutely need him and need something to help them out because they are terrible. And because they are so terrible, I am willing to say yes. I am excited to see him back on the mound when they are not playing the, the twins. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, good. Good for him. Uh, a great, great uh, news to kind of finish out our main news segment here. Um, now, uh, uh, these are not in the outline because I wanted to get your reactions to them. Um, All right. I've got five do you buy it questions here. Um, based on where uh, the stats are right now, where the standings are right now, um, I want well, I'm going to present these, and I want you to tell me if you buy it, and uh, if if you buy it for one reason or the other, because okay? they're going to be either or basically. Okay. Okay. So, all right. First up. Do you buy that Pete Alonso finishes with more home runs than Aaron Judge?
1: Ooh, ooh! You know what? I do buy it. Okay, I do because I think I, I, I think Pete is on this is going to be on a big power tear all year. So I, I buy it. He's he's crushing the ball right now, and I think that's going to continue all year. And you know, Judge is. You know he's still been good, but you know it's hard to replicate 62 home runs right, last year. Right. I and
0: mean, pace wise, it's right there, but
1: yeah. pace doesn't pace doesn't matter all that much. Pace doesn't matter, and last year was Judge's first fully healthy season. You know I worry about his health over the course of this season, but Pete's always always been been there. You know he doesn't get hurt. I think Pete's gonna keep it going all year, and he's gonna add another Derby title to his name this year too.
0: You think so? Oh, uh, oh I think I Pete's love going derby. for it again. I oh. do too. I, I always, uh, I long-time listeners know this. My wife and I have a tradition to always watch the Home Run Derby together with pizza and with cheap pizza and craft beer because that's That's a great time. Just it, it's just the way so we, much we watch fun. it. Um, I'd, I'm for it I want another polar bear title I want to see him jam into immigrant song As he just casually <laughs> Defeats cancer survivors Liam Hendricks oh, in my it God. this year right uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright um, all right. Next one here And this one is just cause I know you, you are watching These two pretty closely Do you buy Acuna finishes with more Stolen bases than Trey Turner Ooh! Right, right, right now. Acuna's
1: right now he yep. And
0: Turner's at four.
1: Yeah, I I am gonna buy that Acuna will finish with more. I think Trey's not that he can't steal, but he's he's evolving more into a two hole hitter now with Stop being the lead off guy. Okay. Uh, so I I do buy that. Yeah, this is Acuna. Is gonna steal more bases. I, I see it happening, and Acuna is just more motivated to run right now too. I think Trey only really runs when he feels the need to, because you know last year he he didn't even steal that many. I think he had 29 last year or something like that. You know he, he's not stealing as many over the last few years as he used to. True.
0: Um, True. Uh,
1: so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Acuna stealing more.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, do you think he keeps the lead? I, I picked Turner because, you know, Turner stole bases and I know you watch him a lot. But do you think he, yeah, do you think Acuna is just a man on a mission this year with these stolen bases?
1: I, I think Acuna is a man on a mission for a 40 40 season. So I think he's going to, he's definitely going to hit at least 40 stolen bases. Oh, and probably he's get a... the stolen base title.
0: I mean, if he keeps this up, he could have 40 by the All Star break. Like yeah. I I mean Um it, the weird thing is hitting homers would slow him down. I mean that's not weird, that's just factual, right? Everyone knows you hit more yeah. homers, you can't steal bases, but uh mm-hmm. all right, so there you go. You buy that. Alright. Here's one that uh it don't don't worry about my feelings. Okay. Hey, okay. do you buy the Texas Rangers finished with more wins than anyone in the AL Central.
1: A hundred percent. I am really in on the Texas Rangers right now. They look good. The ground looks good. They're healthy. They're hitting. They look good. And, and I think... Because here's the thing with the Central Divisions. The Central Divisions are pretty... They're, they're pretty weak. And... I, I don't see, you know, I, I predicted Cleveland to, to be, like, the, the second seed in the uh, AL or something like that. I forget what it was. But, you know, right now I think that, you know, Texas is going to finish with more wins than anyone in the Central just with how good they are. And, you know, the Astros are a bit weakened still without Altuve. The Mariners haven't been playing up to what they are. Uh, and, you know, the Angels are the Angels, the A's are the A's. And I think the balance schedule is helping the Rangers a lot as well, because they're, they're getting to play everyone, which means you're playing all the garbage. Oops. And they're taking advantage of that.
0: So I, I originally put more than the Astros, but then I thought that might be a, li- a little too far. Do you think they, they win the division this year? It, it's only a... Two and a half game lead right now. It is really early. Um, but I did no, specifically I, I still choose think the that goes central. to Houston. Okay. okay. Yeah,
1: that still goes to Houston. But I think there'll be wild card one. Uh, if not two. You know, one of those.
0: All right. We will uh, see how that take ages. That's why I'm making you do all these here. <laughs> hey, there we
1: go. I'm the king of horrible takes. So this is Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, next one here. Do you buy the AL East finishes without a losing record?
1: Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. I I don't know how to answer that one, because I feel like one of these teams is going to just fall off a cliff soon. I'm going to say no, I don't buy it. I I, I think one of these teams... Yeah, one of these teams will finish 80 and 82 or something like that. I'm, I'm going to really be honest. really competitive division.
0: I don't think the Red Sox uh, like so
1: I think the Red Sox are overplaying right now. Right.
0: And and like so the Twins The Twins just came off a series in Boston. Um yeah. and it, it looks they like Boston won the series, one close game and each team had a blowout. Um yeah. the reason I don't think Boston is as good as that. Um, their blowout against us was because um, Kenta Maeda got hit by a line drive in the second inning, and they got to right. tee off on our garbage relievers uh, the rest of the game. Um, I, I like saw something similar here today. They were playing the Brewers, and the Brewers had the wrong reliever come in and give up everything. Um, I just don't. I don't think they're an above 500 team. And even if they were, even with the more balanced schedule, I just don't see this division letting them.
1: No, Um, I don't either. You know, these, these division teams are just going to beat up on each other. And like, yeah, Boston has some pieces right now, but also you have Rob Snyder as the cleanup hitter there for a few games. Like I don't, I don't buy them finishing above 500, you know, Certainly a seventy-eight to eighty win team, definitely, but I don't see them going over five hundred.
0: And I'm I'm curious how I, the O's look good.
1: But they look good now, but that rotation's not gonna hold right, up.
0: Right. That's what I it just doesn't. It feels like I mean, last year we knew they overperformed. And they yeah. kind of knew they overperformed. They sold at the deadline. Um this year like it feels like they've got that early season magic. I just don't just don't know if it is there. Right, they're they're five and two yeah. and one run games right now. Um, like it, it just I, I'm just not sure it's there. Plus they've they've gotten to beat up on Detroit and Oakland and Washington already. Um yeah I, I just don't know don't know if it's quite there
1: yet yeah i, I don't i don't think it is it's
0: I, I will say that team is a year or two away from being a monster if oh, if, 100%. They, if they start spending again which i think it i i know it's it's to like meme status at this point where the financials are but that is a team that has spent before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel like the money will be there uh, when it needs to be. And I think especially yeah. if the Yankees look like they take a step back this year from where they were last year, um, I could see EO's jumping at a, an opportunity here. The third wild card really opens things up, really. Yeah, um, 100%. All right, so okay. Flip side of things, right? We 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 are asking: Is the AL East finish the year with uh with a losing record? Which let, let's face it, we were talking about the Red Sox mostly. Um, but you know, yeah. if you if you thought one of the other teams would fall off, I'd, I I want to open the door for that. All right, do you buy the Pirates finish above five hundred?
1: Oh, I am slamming the I believe button on the Pittsburgh Pirates. I am so stoked to see them have this start they're having. Like, they feel like they've got their guys developing at the right time, and they're just hitting on all cylinders right now. And like this, the NL Central, you know, does feel like a bit of a weak division as well. And like the guys, like Vinny Velo, Vinny Velasquez, oh, he 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 delivered today. Seven shutout innings, ten strikeouts. Like he he was balling out today. They're a fun team. The vibes are good there. Cutch is back in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, as someone who was born in Pittsburgh and has kind of a, I have a soft spot for the Pirates, I don't really cheer for them, but I've got a soft spot for them and love to see them do well. I'm slamming the I believe button on them. They, they are looking great. And when Cruise comes back, you're going to start seeing the Cruise missiles fly out again. They're, they're a fun team right now.
0: All right. I didn't know you were that high on them. I, w- I was expecting oh, a little dude, bit I, of eminent high here. I love it.
1: You... Dude, Mitch Keller looks great. You know, the, the team looks fun. You know, I, I'm all in. And they've got, they've got pitchers in the minors that are going to be coming up. Got some bats in the minors that are going to be coming up. I'm all in on them.
0: All right. Well, if they can hold this division lead, they've got a half game lead. If they can hold it for one week, it will be the first time since 2013 that they will have had the division lead after
1: April. Yep, that 2013 team was a lot of fun. It Some really was. That 20, I was a huge fan of that 2013 team. I wanted them to win the World Series that year so bad.
0: I mean it. It was it was a fun team to watch. Um, I'm glad my cut jersey that NIME gave me, I can wear it proudly again. Yep,
1: I'm, I'm wearing mine. I've got a cut jersey, uh, uh, a Pirates one, not a Phillies one. I got a Pirates one that I've been wearing again. Just, oh, I don't have it on right now, but I, I wore it yesterday. I knew I wore it this
0: weekend. I couldn't remember if it was yesterday yeah. or today. Yeah, I got it on. Um, and I just wonder what if they, you know, if they, even if they make the wild card, what poor pitcher is going to have their name chanted mockingly oh. over and over and over oh, and I over? Can't wait.
1: That that was my favorite wild card game that I've watched was just that hackling Johnny Cueto. Like I was all in. Like I like I've, I've always had a big soft spot for the like I have a Ryan Domit jersey. Like that's how far back I go with my 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 love for the Pirates. You know, being from there and being a fan of the other Pittsburgh teams, like it's so good to see them doing well. All right.
0: Well, I, I that was the, the five I have. Have you had a chance to think of any do you buys that you would like me to answer at this point?
1: Yeah, I, I do. Okay. So we're going to go. Do you buy the Brandon Marsh breakout season?
0: I I buy it. I buy it one hundred percent. I I buy the Kellenic breakout. I buy the Marsh breakout. I think teams have had chances. I you know, these, these guys have had chances to really work on things. Do I think he's gonna have a two hundred uh weighted runs created plus the rest of the year? No. No, I I don't no. I don't buy that much.
1: I don't buy that either.
0: Um but, but he's good. You know, he's got his K rate down and I, I buy that. He's been walking. He always walked in the minors, right? He was able to take walks in the minors. He, he was not taking walks these, these last couple of years uh, in the majors, right? Um, He's taking walks again. Um, I think you cut those strikeouts down, take more walks. Um, I, I think he's gonna, he's gonna finish. Well, I, I, not two Oh three. Well, obviously, um, but uh definitely better than the last few years.
1: <laughs> it, you know, the whole the the young Phillies right now that are breaking like Stott looks like an all-star. Boom, delivering, March delivery. It's fun to see them breaking out, and it's just so disappointing that the rest of the team hasn't looked as good. But you know, they're getting there. Yeah.
0: I, I mean um. like pff, I, I I would I would definitely buy finishing with like uh, a 260 batting average with yeah. uh with a nice, you know, high three hundreds OBP if he keeps this up.
1: Yeah, certainly. I I, I think he's he, he's figured it out. You know, all these young guys have all figured it out. It's nice to see. It, it's makes me feel good because we always talk about them not being able to develop prospects, but uh, they're finally developing these young guys here. Uh, so my next one, okay. we're going to stay in the NL East. Oh, boy. Um, do you buy the Miami Marlins currently? 12 and 9. They're looking good. Looking like a wildcard potential team. Uh, How do you feel about the Marlins?
0: I, I buy that they are a close to 500 team, but I don't think that gets them in wildcard contention. Um, I, I, I think I think they'll hover around this area. Um, the pitching has always been there. They finally have some bats. Um, Luis Ariz is he, he, the the heart of Minnesota. Goes out with him. Yep. I, I'm glad we don't need to play against him. Um, the rest of the year. Um, I, I was sad our series this year was away, but next year I guarantee he will have. One of the loudest standing ovations that you will see for a random interleague game between two teams with zero history. Um, so uh, I I I think they're they're where they are. Like the that's that's where I pick it. I just don't think less that I I don't think the Marlins can hang on to being around five hundred. More that I don't see the entire NL West being within a couple games of 500 there's at least two of those teams that are going to jump out and then you know you've got the Braves and Mets I think the Phillies are better than they've been playing and then um the Cubs and Pirates are looking better than expected and the Brewers are good and I don't buy the Cardinals being a 9 and 13 team either um so so less less uh, that I don't believe in the Marlins being where they're at more. I just don't think the rest of the league is going to let that record um, stay in a playoff spot.
1: There. So I got two more for you. Right. We're going to go a player here and then we'll go a team. Okay. Start with the, we'll start with the player. Okay. Do you buy Fernando Tatis finishing the season as the Padres leader in home runs?
0: Ooh, leader in home runs. Oh man, who? How much of a head start so, did he give everyone?
1: So well, Xander currently has five. Uh, that doesn't matter um, in twenty-three games. So. uh
0: and I I buy it. I can I can see I can see him doing it. Um, I don't.
1: There's a follow-up. How many do you see him having?
0: I mean, gosh, uh, I I think he'll be in the thirties. 30s. 30s. Thirties.
1: Okay. okay. I think he's hitting forty.
0: I, I would say like, 40. Like the if power he, is
1: ridiculous. If he
0: hadn't missed the first few games, he'd be an easy hit for 40. Um, yeah. But, you know, missing, missing three weeks, there's those extra three, four to push him over the edge, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then the final one I've got you. Okay. Tampa Bay Rays. Do you bide them finishing with over 100 wins?
0: Ooh. I,
1: Eighteen and three currently.
0: Oh man! By the finishing over a hundred,
1: over a hundred wins.
0: Oh, a hundred wins is hard. I'm not sure they're quite. That's tough.
1: It's a tough one.
0: I I think. I think they fall just short of a hundred. I'm not, I, that that division is too, even with the balance schedule, that's too many in division yeah. games. Um, and they, they have to play the NL, right? Like yeah. they, they get to play that. Everyone talks about the balance schedule. Like they're getting to play the Royals or the Tigers or the athletics more right. often. They have the exact same amount of games, right? Yes, they're replacing some of their games against the Yankees and Blue Jays with the, the Nationals and the Reds, but they're also getting more Dodgers, more Braves, more Mets. Um, so I, I I don't think quite 100. Not quite there.
1: Fair enough. I think they're getting to 100. I think they're winning the East.
0: I, I think they win the East. I just don't know if it's quite going to be 100, but we'll see. We'll we'll,
1: We'll see. see. All right. Right. And that's that's what I got for you.
0: All right. Well, hey, I know listeners, we've been treating you to some hour-plus episodes recently. Um, Hopefully we'll have some interviews rolling here in the next few weeks. Um, I now have a little more time, which we'll see if that translates to anything or if I just end up sleeping more
1: at Sleep is good. Sleep is good. You, you, is you good. gotta give yourself that little break after doing all you did.
0: Yeah. So that little break, and then I've got baby number three in June, which will yep. just. And then, suck then, it then all you're up.
1: back at it.
0: That was yep. <laughs> talking with nine last, last week, and he's like, "Oh, so okay, well, we got Lewis for the month of May, and then he's he's but gone again." Got... Like. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> Oh man. It it is what it is. You know, I, I love how much you guys have stepped up and I, I love doing this yeah. podcast. Uh again, thank you listeners for listening. Um we'll keep it nice and easy for Nime. I feel like he's just yes. gotta cut the front and the end here. We we've been doing a pretty yep. good job. Um Yeah, yeah, we have. So so let's just let's just finish it up. Uh hey, Thank you for listening, everyone. You have been listening to episode 121 of Rain Delay Radio. My name is Lewis. I am the executive producer of Rain Delay Radio, and I co-hosted this episode. Our wonderful editor is Nime. Pat was here to co-host today's episode. Our theme music was composed by Chuck Lease. Rain Delay Radio releases every Monday morning, bright and early, so you can listen to it on your morning commute. Or, if you work from home like me, while you're processing those early Monday emails, that why were you working at 9 p.m. on a Saturday? Go home! Just turn the email in Monday morning. Come on. I get it at the same time anyways. All right. Uh, Once again, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.